Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Mental Health Awareness Initiative. And today we have a lovely guest from Kuwait, Mrs. Iram Chaudhary. She is a doctorate in clinical psychology. Welcome to the show, ma'am. Thank you, Ms. Hena. Thanks a lot for inviting me on this platform. It's a great pleasure to have you. And if you could just introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. Myself, Iram, and uh, I'm working as a specialty teacher. And uh, um, I'm trying to help uh, these children to make a future for themselves. So I'm uh, passionate about my work and uh, I'm trying to help these uh, children so that they can live a better life. That is really very nice and uh, I'm sure you'll be doing a wonderful job. But Iram, uh, just tell me during this pandemic, how are the kids dealing with the mental health aspect? since you are doing with the special needs children, how are the families dealing with it? Really, this uh, pandemic is very difficult and tough time for all of us, whether normal or special uh, kids, and uh, for parents also, and especially the parents of special children. And I can say that uh, among the parents of special needs, the children, uh, mental health is really a very, very important part of their life since uh, they have to cater to such a challenging behavior. And you know, Hina, it's, uh, of course, it is not an easy job until and unless you have good mental health. And uh, yes, and as a parent, if the parent has a positive mind, you can say that positive mindset and a healthy mental status. Then only they can bring drastic changes in the life of a child. So you have, you have to keep your mental health good. Otherwise, it is, it is very difficult to deal with them. So many people think they are thinking that it's really impossible but I can say that understanding is the first step to acceptance. And only with acceptance, um, there can be recovery. So the first step is to accept. And this is very important. If you will not accept that the child is a special child, then uh, you, cannot, uh, you cannot understand what the problems they are facing. So the first step is acceptance. Uh, okay, uh, before we move ahead and you share more about how this is to be accepted or what is the importance, I would like to know how are they different from a normal child? Uh, these special children are categorized in uh, different ways. Uh, we have autism, autistic children, we have mentally retarded, we have Down syndromes. And uh, in this also, we have three levels, the high function, the moderate, and a very low. So we are dealing in these three areas in a different way. 
those who are high function and a verbal another thing is verbal and non verbal also so some kids they are verbal they can express and some and high function but some kids they are high function but non verbal so we are uh, we are dealing in that way we are providing the situations or the we are creating the environment so that they can express what they want for example okay. we are we are we are giving them uh, life skills trainings we are giving them vocational trainings so that they will not depend on others for small things that is very uh, good because it is very frustrating if uh, you know for us also if we are not able to do things ourselves so yes. imagine the the stress part or let's say the challenge that these children go through yes they become aggressive if for example if they want to drink water but they cannot express if they cannot express they show tantrums they show different kind of behaviors so it is very important for a teacher to understand that what exactly the child need and how we can mold their behavior how we can teach them to express their needs so this is this is basically our job so we are uh, we are we are uh, giving trainings to them so that they can express and to to make them calm down and to go in a um a right direction so that they can uh, at least they can live a good life that's wonderful and we can move ahead you were talking about the acceptance part the understanding and then how it moves ahead to acceptance acceptance is uh, because you know hina many many parents because i am working in this field and i come across uh, the situation many times that many parents they don't want to accept that their child is a special child so this is this is a very big problem so we are saying that first you have to accept and don't feel bad that you you are a parent of a special child don't feel embarrassed just look look at the at the strong part or the strength of the child to work in that direction and as the topic as today's topic is mental health so this requires a good mental health until unless you are not positive you cannot divert the uh, the behavior uh, from negative to positive of your child and a very good example i can give is that uh, uh, i think uh, people know about the story of mark spets who is an autistic child but uh, we cannot think that he is autistic and he cannot do anything don't be fooled by that because he is also currently fastest record average rubik cubes champion and some autistic children they uh, they have written the book also so it's not that a special child cannot do anything so i request the parents don't feel embarrassed having a special child try to accept this and move ahead try to see the strength of the child and work out on that so that you can help your child that's so true because uh, even in my understanding like i have seen people um, they don't accept and therefore they hide and therefore the delay happens wherein they the proper guidance could be given from the early stage 
Yes, early intervention is there. I know there is, uh, uh, there is no cure, I can say, but early intervention is there. If you accept and bring your child in early days, it will really help out. So, so how do uh, parents identify if they have a special child? What age? Is there anything like age thing uh, wherein that gives some uh, clue? You know, for Down syndrome, uh, we can have tests and through physical appearance also Down syndrome uh, child uh, parents can understand that my child is a Down syndrome because this is the disease through chromosomes because of chromosomes but uh, uh -huh. uh, but autism there is a there is no test where you can detect at early stage that my child is autistic but there are some uh, clues or there is some kind of behavior which uh, i think uh, parents should uh, pay more attention for example some uh, children they don't want to talk they don't want to socialize they are sitting just in a corner of a house or a room and uh, they are not uh, uh, you can say that uh, connected to their brother and sister or they they don't like noise if you are playing music they put hands on their ears so some unkind of uh, unusual kind of behaviors are there so parents should not ignore these things they should take care of this and monitor if they see any sign any one or two signs also they should uh, keep an eye, observe more, and if they found more things are there, please consult the psychologist or uh, the uh, psychiatrist so that they can help, they can make the test and give the clear picture of the child. Okay. Uh, so that is really helpful that you have shared, uh, Dr. Ram, because uh, this will tell the listeners, yes, they don't need to ignore anything which is not uh, befitting their age and take a call upon it as early as possible because yes. as you had rightly said early intervention will help the child to cope better yes early intervention is very important and we can make uh, make this child uh, independent and I have in my school where presently I'm working, I have the students who were studying here. And now after the training, after the vocational training and uh, life skills training, these uh, students are working in the same school in copy centers. They are doing the copying and they are distributing papers in the school, uh, giving memos to different classes. And uh, they are independent. They are not dependent on anyone and they are taking their salaries. So they are very positive and their mental health is very good. They are not thinking themselves that they are different from the normal kids. And we have to think that we don't consider them disabled. Rather, they are differently able. So we should not use the term disabled kids. So they are differently abled, of course. They are different from others. They have the things which normal kids don't have. So parents- It's really an out now because, you know, um, people do hide and even, uh, you know, in the marketplace or let's say a restaurant wherein we come across, as you have rightly said, differently abled children with their parents the acceptance is still not there. Do you feel that way? 
Yes, yes, you are right. That's why I, I focus, I put more stress on this word that acceptance is necessary. Acceptance is the first step. So I, I even when I'm going out in a mall or in market or supermarket, I saw I saw many people how they react when they uh, see uh, any special child there. So this should not be. So even though most people nowadays respect and empathize for special needs children, there are still many people around, you know, that who is still uh, considered as a taboo. So we should not that we must understand that. By doing this, we are not helping them, but rather uh, amusing ourselves at the exposure of their well-being. So we need to understand that uh, it uh, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. That is more important. So this is not in one's hand who is uh, who can make that this child like this or another child like that. So it it's not like that. So it doesn't matter. What matter is how they grow how they develop. That's a beautiful thought that you have shared. Yes, it matters as to how we grow and develop and be independent. And we as a society need to accept each other the way they are. That is true. Anything else that you would like to share wherein you are working with such uh, um, special kids, differently abled kids? Um, yes, I'm, I can share that when, because, you know, some people, they, because as you know, that this field is really very challenging. So everyone cannot uh, jump into this field and uh, go and work. It's really difficult. It's challenging. Rather, I will use the word instead of difficult. It's challenging. So from your inside, you, you, you have that potential, or I can say that obsession to work with these kids. So until and unless you have you don't have that you cannot work you will take stress. So try if you want to do and come in this field, you should come with a positive energy with a good mental health. Then only you will help and you really in the end at the end of the day when you see a smile on the face of these kids, you feel that I have done something today really good for them. That's so encouraging, you know, uh, to see people like you working so hard and selflessly to make or bring a smile in their life. That's wonderful. And uh, since the last year, have you personally experienced anything which was challenging for you? And how did you cope? This pandemic is uh, really a tough time for all, not for me only, but uh, during this uh, pandemic, especially at the time of lockdown, when we are not uh, able to travel also as uh, we are working whole year here and uh, then uh, for one month or two months, we go to our country, relax, meet everyone. So last year it was really a difficult and now also very difficult. And uh, I was so, um, you can say that frustrated or uh, my anger burst was uh, come out and uh, aggressive and uh, more, more frustrated day by day. But when I go out in uh, last August and I resume my job, in the beginning I feel that, okay, now I am free 
and uh, I went out, I can do slowly uh, everything I can do there and I'm free. But slowly, when I talk to the people outside and when they share their experiences and they told us uh, what they faced during the pandemic, during the lockdown, I realized that my problems were not really problems. And that there were people who were in conditions for worse than mine. So I understood that my problems were only problem because of my negative mindset and disturbed mental health. But as I started going and uh, uh, got connected and communicated with another people and I make my mental health strong and which helped me to, uh, to look at the situation in a more positive way. And it also felt that uh, felt more comfortable to help those people who are in distress, who are in problem, who cannot help themselves to come out in this uh, pandemic uh, with their problems. So I'm trying to help out those people. And uh, really it gave me a, a positive uh, uh, energy and you can say a good mental health. I'm sure that your students would be missing you and seeing you there again to interact with you would have been a real like life safer for them. Yes, when they uh, come back after a long, long holiday and you won't imagine Hina, when they see us, they hugged us and a, and a smile, I will not forget that, that smile that after uh, almost a year, almost a year, they come back to school. It so really gives, smile gives us a positive energy, I can say. That's really wonderful because see, uh, this topic is not touched by many people. Uh, like during this awareness throughout the month that I have been interacting, special need children and uh, somebody who's working with them. It's like, I'm really grateful to you to accept the invitation on a very short notice also. I really appreciate that and that you could take out time to share that and to normalize some, I mean, uh, about this topic that it is okay, we need to accept, we need to have a good mental health ourselves so that we can chill out, you know, the positive energy and be there for everyone around. That's very nice. Thanks a lot. I should, I will appreciate you. I will say thanks that you invited me on this platform and I discuss a uh, few things with you. I hope this- really Definitely, it will be helpful for all the listeners next time they come across such uh, children or parents who are struggling with, you know, sometimes to make their children calmer in a, mm. in, in a mall or somewhere, they will be more empathetic. I hope, I hope so. They should be, they should be. They should come out with some help, a helping hand to these parents. I'm sure they will now after listening to you i'm sure they will so before we wind up any last thing that you would like to tell to our listeners this is the only thing uh, hina uh, that uh, i talked about in this that first thing is that uh, as you said that anywhere if they see 
any special child don't uh, don't uh, make them feel disrespect or uh, they are useless for the society please be empathetic with them empathize them help them make their parents uh, feel that they have a differently able child rather than a disabled child okay that is really nice and i'm sure all the listeners will be uh, eager to be there for and for the such parents as you have said to respect and to give them that warmth that they are a part of the society yes they are a part uh, of us thank you so much uh, dr iram for your time and uh, it's really a pleasure to know the inside story of how the the work the the psychologists like you are passionate about your work and how you work so hard to bring that smile on their face it's really nice and keep up the good work thank you on behalf of our listeners and myself to you for your great work Thanks a lot Hina thank you so much for inviting me here thanks thank you take care bye bye with that positive note and creating that empathy in our hearts i end the episode for the day hope to see you tomorrow with another episode till then be safe bye